Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Ah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, I got to send this out to my buddy Jeff. Jeff, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. And uh, welcome to the program. And this is kind of like... Um, You know, it's kind of weird because when I say public service radio, your first inclination is, well, that sucks. And then, you know, you want to tune out. Uh, But it really is public service radio because there are two times of the year deer are most active or most likely to get hit. Springtime and then this time of the year. And as you know, it gets darker and darker. Earlier and earlier, we have thieves stealing our light. You might not be aware of that, but it's an unreported conspiracy here in western New York, probably demonically inspired. Uh, But, yeah, the days are getting shorter and shorter. It just seems to happen this year after every 21st of June, um, every year. It's like an annual thing. I'm confused and confounded by the whole thing. But where did you hit your deer? And knock on wood, I have yet to hit one, despite the fact that I live in a very, very highly concentrated area of deer, and not just any deer, brazen deer. They will come within 10 feet of you, like you're not going to do anything to it, and you're not going to do anything to it because, well, you can't hunt. And by the way, if you hit a deer with your car, um, you are not allowed to put it down yourself uh, with a firearm. I'm not sure if you can use an axe, uh, but with a, you, you cannot shoot an injured deer. You have to wait for the cops to get there. Now, I'm not a lawyer, and I'm not giving legal advice, but um, I would bet it would be a pretty good defense if you got the dispatcher to give you permission to put it out of its misery. That at least, and that's going to be a re- recorded call, so that might be a pretty good defense. But, uh, I mean, in some counties, it takes, I mean, especially a low-priority call, like a deer getting hit by a car, it might take 20 or 25 minutes. And you're sitting there watching this poor creature in agony. Um, I I don't know. I mean, you you don't want to lose your guns. But on the other hand, you don't want to see something suffer. So, I don't know. I'd probably explain it to the dispatcher and ask permission on a recorded line to to, – uh, put the thing out of its misery, which I, I really hope I, you know, I just never have to do. Uh, so where where have you hit your deer? Many of you have hit multiple deer and your close encounters with wildlife. And I've got a thing about hedgehogs. Do we have wild hedgehogs in western New York? Have you seen one? I know we have porcupine, and I've never seen one. And I, I will tell you something. That's on my bucket list. I want to see a wild porcupine in western New York. And I will put this call out to people 
uh, north of Toronto, Cabin Country, Sundridge, that big hamburger place along the main highway there. Yeah. Um, I want to uh, – yeah, I, I might have made that drive a few times. Uh, but I know there are moose up there because my daughter saw one along with a whole busload of uh, young hockey hopefuls. Um, and if, if have you seen a moose? How about bear? I mean, for all the – the bear pictures I've been receiving. I can't believe I haven't had a single call today about bear in your neighborhood. And what's what's wrong with you guys? I mean, do you not love me? Are you not entertained? Um, that's, that's a line from Gladiator with Russell Crowe. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Am I not merciful? Uh, let's go to Steve on WBEN. I gotta stop watching movies. Steve in Williamsville, you're on. Hello. Hello, Tom. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. Okay. Um, yeah, I was going to work one day um, from Buffalo to Rochester at about six o'clock in the morning. You know, half awake because it was that early, and uh, I was going down the highway, and all of a sudden, boom! A deer jumped across the median onto my windshield. Oh. And uh, it was it was quite a shock, as you might imagine. Um, yeah. The the windshield gave well, it didn't it didn't break o- open, but it bashed in and um, hit me in the head. <gasps> and um, I uh, you know managed to pull off to the side of the road, and then the door was bashed in, so I couldn't get out. And I had to go over to the passenger side, but the, the glass was all over the place. And uh, so I you know I had to put my hand in the glass trying to scoot over. And then I looked in the mirror and saw there were like a hundred shards of glass stuck in my face. Yep. And, um, it, but I, luckily I had my glasses on, otherwise it would have been my eyes. But, um, oh. so I had to pick all this glass out of my face and, you know, I, I was standing there really in a, in a state of shock until a police officer arrived. Did, did um, you make the call or did somebody make the call for you? No, I, I had to make the call. It was, you know, it was pretty early. So there wasn't really anybody else there. So let me just, just so we're clear, the glass hit you and not like a hoof of the deer or a, an antler of the deer? No, it, you know, you know, the left pylon that, that holds up the windshield, the yeah. deer kind of landed like halfway, halfway on the windshield and halfway on that thing. So it Roger. kind of bashed in the door and the windshield and the windshield, you know, has like, uh, like um, some sort of material inside it. So it doesn't like break apart, but the glass shatters into a million pieces, but it stays oh, yeah. attached to that um, that uh, piece of material. Oh, man. Okay, so, okay, now look, I'm not going to lie. To me, that would be a traumatic experience. How did it affect it? And, and, and I don't think you're a weak person if it affected you. How did it affect you, like, in the weeks and months to come? Uh, you know, after, it was just initially that, that shock of just, ha- like, out of the blue, just, you know, having something slam into the windshield. And, like, I, I had a um, struggle to maintain the car because I started swerving, you know, and then I, I, I managed to, you know, get the car over to the side of the road. Luckily, there weren't other cars on the road because I, pro- you know, might have run into one of them. But I was mm. able to get over to the side. Then I realized what happened, and I, you know, I, I called the police. And um, I, I, you know, I, I was going to work at um, a hospital in Rochester, so I had to call him up and tell him I wasn't going to make it because I didn't have a car to use. Uh, and uh, you, you actually was, should have uh, just taken the ambulance to get the glass taken out of your face. Um, yeah. Wow. I, I I am so sorry to hear that. I presume the deer was uh, DOA or dead at the scene. 
Yes, um, I, I looked back and checked on the deer, and it, it was, yeah, it was completely dead. It was, you know, that must have been horrible because, you know, it was going about 65 miles an hour, and, uh, you know, it's, wow. it, it, was, it was quite a, quite a shock. So the, the, excuse me, the part that went through the window or, or caused all that damage to your windshield, was it the hindquarters or the head? I, I, I assume it was the, the front of the deer because, you know, it was coming from my left side, like across the ah, highway. Yeah, and, I can relate uh, to that. Yeah. And, I mean, my, my concern being, imagine if it was like a 10-point buck. You could have been antlered to death. Well, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, right. I just it's just think about that for just a minute. I mean, that's why I asked if maybe you had some lingering trauma from it, because I'm sure in the annals of motor vehicle accidents, there are people who have been impaled by deer antlers and have died that way. And it makes me sick. Well, you know, um, since you mentioned moose, my um, my girlfriend's parents um, lived up in Maine in the summertime oh. and uh, they were coming home from the movie theater at night, a drive in movie, and they hit a moose. And um, that was uh, that just completely destroyed their car. Luckily, they weren't injured, but um, those things are huge. Well, in fact, uh, by the way, they lived in Maine in the summertime. What's it like to have rich in-laws? Uh, but anyway, yeah. I digress. I, I digress. Um, if you've driven in Maine, they actually have signs on the road with giant moose on them. And underneath the sign, 580 moose hit so far this year. And that'll get your attention in a big hurry. I've been trying to see a moose every time we've gone up there for the last 10 years, and I haven't seen a moose, but you're right. The signs are everywhere. Uh, they I, sure are. Imagine if lobster. Can you imagine if lobster were the size of moose? I mean, I'm just saying that would be kind of weird. Um, they'd be a menace yeah. to humanity. Uh, thank you very much, sir. I'm glad you escaped unscathed uh, relatively and appreciate the call. Um, thank you. Have a good day. All right. Thank, thank you. Yeah, I mean, folks – and you know one of the one of the problems and don't hate me for saying this there are so many deer signs along the New York state thruway i think they lose their effectiveness i mean what they ought to do is just put signs at every on ramp saying deer all over the place be careful instead of the dancing deer signs and then every christmas time a few people put the red nose de- decals on the deer cuz people are weird that way okay let's go to uh Don in uh, Chictawaga. Don, you're on WBEN. Uh, where and when did you hit your deer? Hey, Tom. How you doing? I uh, Actually, it was about 30, probably 35 years ago. I actually hit it at Buffalo Airfield on Clinton Street in West Seneca. Uh, okay. Uh, were you in a single-engine fixed-wing aircraft, like taking off or landing? I was landing, actually, in the evening, oh. and I didn't see it, obviously, to the last second, but three of them got in front of me. And it was the one trailing that I hit, ended up hitting with the airplane. Oh, my God. That, that, you know what? I mean, it's bad enough. you got to look out for the uh, turkey vultures and the red-tailed hawks and the, and the cooper hawks. Um, I don't know how close you've come to having one smash through your windscreen when you're flying. But there was, I'm just going to imagine, there was no time for you to go full power and attempt a touch-and-go, right? It was just that fast? Not, no, not, not at all. It did quite a bit of damage to the airplane. And at the time, it was a, a couple owners ago, uh, like so back in the late 80s, but they had been uh, looking to try to get a fence put up. Not that deer really obey fences too much, but they've been trying to uh, to get the FAA to get a fence put up, get the funding for it. And they said, well, this will help us get that fence put up now. I said, oh, okay. Did it? It did. Yeah, I think they put it in the following year. 
Well, it's got to be tall enough that the deer can't leap over it. And if you remember, um, there was a problem a few years ago uh, at the Williamsville Cemetery, which is run by our friends over at the Forest Lawn Cemetery Group. Um, they had the, uh, the the metal fence with the spikes on top, and every yep. now and again, a deer would try to leap the fence and not make it, and basically impale. And it was just it was just horrible. I mean, that's just no way exactly. to go. Yeah, uh, but the fence, I, they had it on the. Uh the north side of the runway, and it's still, you know, there's still a six-foot, eight-foot fence. They can still get over it if they want. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're very agile creatures. Um, and I need to find out, what were you flying? What what model and make? Uh, 172. I'm not sure exactly what uh, what model it was, but at the time it was one of the planes they rented out over there. So it's a high wing? Yep. And what part of the plane did the deer hit? Amazingly, it got by the propeller, but what happened, because the flaps were down because I was landing, yep. it yep. actually hit the flap. As it hit the flap and then went it back and hit the tail, so that the stabilizer also. Oh, okay. Now, I'm, I'm kind of curious. How did you maintain uh, control of the, uh, of the aircraft? I mean, I'm presuming that the, uh, the foot pedals were pretty much inoperable. No, no they still, the brakes still work, so I, I just braked quickly to stop on the runway because – Oh. Obviously taken by surprise, but yeah, luckily they still worked, and the the nose gear still. Uh, I was able to steer it, get it off the runway, and uh, but yeah, did a lot of damage to the airplane, and uh, the deer was deceased. So uh, it took them a while to get that airplane back in the air again. Uh, yeah, and to be very honest with you, I wouldn't go up in it. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> something that heavily damaged. No, thank you. I mean, it's like you want to buy a Concorde real cheap? I don't think so. You know, it it, it what amazes me is that we don't hear about this more. Because, um, you know, especially rural airfields, there are deer all over the place. There are deer all over the place by the Greater Buffalo Niagara International Airport. And it amazes me that I've not heard of, that's not to say it hasn't happened, but I've not heard of a commercial airliner hitting a deer on takeoff or on landing. Uh, the takeoff thing scares the hell out of me. Uh, and I, I like flying, especially commercially, but uh, I don't know uh, if a deer would be, pro you know, I mean, if a deer hits the right spot in a commercial airliner, the antler ruptures the fuel. I mean, you saw what happened to the Concorde when it ran over a piece of debris in the runway in uh, mm -hmm. what, the Gaulle Airport in Paris. So yep. uh, that, that's something that uh, is, has got to be, I think they should actually have like big game hunters scattered around the runway to make sure we don't have anything like that happen. Well, as long as it's not a trophy contest. No, as long as it's not a trophy <laughs> contest. Yes, of course. Obviously, you listened to the show yesterday um, for cash prizes. Um, no, but it, it, it's but seriously, I mean, I, the, the odds, just think about all of the things that had to converge at exactly the wrong moment for your Cessna 172 to hit the deer. And I'm just thinking... What if it had hit the propeller first? You would have been dealing with puree, and you wouldn't have been able to see through the windscreen at all. Yeah, that would have been a mess. I mean, you know, every airport we go to is pretty much like a nature preserve. There's just animals everywhere. Aye. And what they do for the birds, they have those propane cannons or whatever those, and yep. they make that boom sound. Some airports hire uh, dogs to chase them away, you know, to keep them out. But you don't see too many deer um, at regular airports, but... Definitely because Clinton Street, where it's located, it's right in the middle of that deer run that mm -hmm. goes all the way through the county, so it's looking yep. perfect spot. Well, I mean, you know what? Uh, Arrow Drive, Amherst, Cheektowaga, I think it's Cheektowaga's jurisdiction, but uh, almost hit a deer there once, too, and that's very close to the airport. And I don't know. Yep. 
I don't know what measures the airport has in place to keep the deer off of the runway, but uh, I hope that they hope they're listening. And uh, now that I think they've finished their electrical work, because I'm not being awakened at 5:30 every morning by the Southwest flight, um, or was it uh, Eastern? I'm not sure. Eastern Airlines. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Um, Bye. Hey, if you're on hold, I would appreciate it if you would stay there. Uh, please know that I will go to, right to the calls following the news break. I hate leaving you guys on hold for longer than absolutely necessary. Um, if you stay there, I'd be appreciative. If you can't, I understand. No hard feelings, but I'm a prisoner of the clock. As much as I love talking to you, we have sponsors, which we urge you to patronize, but never patronize, on News Radio 930 WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Tanner, I no longer like you. Just crank it just a little bit. Our one-hit wonder show. Remember that? Yesterday? One-hit wonder. I think we can call her a one-hit wonder, at least as a solo artist. Marie Osmond and Paper Woses. All righty then. Tanner, uh, before I throw up in my mouth just a little bit, like I always do during the Charlene song, um, sorry, little reference there to uh, Gina Latuka's favorite bit of music. Let's get back to the calls as promised. I keep me on hold. Uh, here is Dan in Buffalo. Dan, talking about uh, where you hit your deer and other close encounters with wildlife, such as wild turkeys, bear, porcupine, hedgehogs, uh, just unusual stuff that we don't think actually exists around here. Maybe a coyote. Uh, you're on WBEN. Maybe a mountain lion. Uh, you're on WBEN. Hello. How you doing today, Thomas? Yes, sir. I also want to hear from Canadians uh, in northern Ontario about your moose sightings. I know the moose are up there. Go ahead, sir. Yeah. So anyway, uh, to your question about the uh, Buffalo Airport there over on uh, Genesee Street and all the deer there in Chictawaga, I'm a I'm a contractor. I do some work over at the airport, and um, without saying too much, I will volunteer that. Uh, 
you don't have anything to worry about. Nothing happens on that property that they don't know about. If there's a deer anywhere on that property, they're fully aware of it. Uh, birds, if they come, they go, but they're aware of them, okay? That's so without saying without saying what I've seen, they, they they know what's going on there. I promise you that. There's well, no, no, no worries about landing on deer or taking off a deer on the, on the uh, runways. That, that's you know, I, I'm going to tell you something that, frankly, that gives me relief. And I know that the, the airport perimeter is very highly surveilled, but surveillance is only as good as the person watching the surveillance. Um, hopefully yeah. there's hopefully there's an electronic buzzer that goes off to indicate, hey, here's the camera to look at right now. Um, but yeah, there's uh, there's some real sophisticated technology over there. Not not to worry. So uh, I'm, ha- um, I'm, anyway, I'm actually very happy to hear that. Yeah. So then uh, aside from that, I've hit a couple deer, um, you know, one, once in a work vehicle to absolutely total that no damage to me or, you know, any harm or injury or whatever. And once in a personal vehicle and uh, you know, so so I guess the thing that I want to uh, relate is that uh, um, I I hunt deer. I'm familiar with them. Uh, you know, I, I, I pattern them. I, you know, I'm kind of familiar with them to a degree that I think most people might not be. And I would like to encourage people, if they see a deer on the side of the road, they're driving along on a, on a dark highway or something. If you see a deer on the side of the road and it's just beating or something, don't just drive by. Blare your horn. Blow your horn at them. Deer can be conditioned. They can learn. What they need to understand is that uh, vehicles are a threat to them. If if we could, you know, just collectively, when we see deer on the side of the road, blow your horn. I'll tell you what, I've been doing it for years, okay? And 100% of the time, without exception, the deer have either remained motionless or run back away from the road, okay? 100% see, of the time, I've never had a deer run in front of me. Mm, and see, I that would be... That that would be my fear, the startle reflex of a deer. My luck, I'd be the one honking the horn. It would run right in front of me. And I know that would be the hesitation, and I'll tell you, I've done it hundreds of times over the past 10 years, and I've never once had a deer run into traffic or run Good. towards the vehicle. So what so, you're doing yeah, is I'm basically you are, you, are, you are provoking a Pavlovian response in the deer by honking your horn. You got to try to condition them to, to uh, see the vehicles and moving vehicles as a threat to them. They are very conditional. If they perceive something as a threat, they will avoid it. And then if people start blowing their horns at these deer, they're going to stay away from them. They're not going to run into the traffic quite as much. I'm not saying it's a perfect solution, right. but I think it, it could trend towards the uh, the other way. It might help a little bit, you know? You know what? That That's a really interesting concept, and you're using very basic elementary psychology uh, that we all read about in Psych 101 with Pavlov and his dogs. Um, I, I'm going to – you know what? The pr- problem is – Dan, wait, is this my Dan? It's your Dan, buddy. How you hey. doing? Hey, good. Dan, Dan is, um, he, he's an amazing gardener. He's an awesome dude. Uh, he's got a rescue dog. And I don't mean a dog he rescued. I mean a dog that goes tracking people and other missing dogs. And Dan, much to my disgust, actually has the eagle eyes of a hawk. And if there's a porcupine hiding in a tree, he will spot it and take a picture and send it to me when he knows that all I want in life is to see a porcupine in the wild. You know, they're out there. You know, there's, I, yeah, I got some yeah. out. I got some property out in Allegheny, and uh, I was walking the dog, and I seen one in a in a tree. And you know, I, I just don't want the dog to ever mess with one. And I was oh. going to dispatch that. I was going to dispatch it just to remove the threat from the property. And I thought to myself, 
you know, what if I just injure it, the thing drops out of the tree, and then the dog gets into it. So I, uh, we just left it alone and went the other way and uh, you know, just let, let, it, let it be. It wasn't hurting anything. so Just let just, it do porcupine uh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I would, well, Dan, I would what... hate if the dog got into it. Dan, one more question, because if there's anybody, anybody who have seen these two creatures in western New York, it would be you. Number one, hedgehog, yes or no? Uh, is a hedgehog a groundhog, a woodchuck? Nope, no, it's something. Uh, a hedgehog looks like a porcupine without the things that are going to fly off and hurt you. Yeah, so I thought hedgehogs were over in England. I didn't think we had those over here. Uh, they do run a pretty wide range. I'm not sure if I'm not. Uh, apparently, they are not uncommon in hedgerows, and they can be found in New York State. Okay, second question: uh, New York State has one documented big cat species, and it is the bobcat. Have you seen a bobcat? I have seen bobcats. Yes. Oh, how cool was that? Well, it was it was a very brief encounter. I looked up, I saw the thing on the. Uh, branch of an old cherry tree and as soon as i saw it it's almost like it it sensed that my eyes were on it and it was gone very elusive very uh, elusive they are yeah i hope you put a trail cam up on your property because you probably get some great stuff you make it bigfoot you know yeah i've got trail cams i've not picked up a bobcat on uh, on camera i've got pretty much everything else you know the bears the raccoons the, the skunks the fox deer you know what have you but uh, no, I have not picked up a uh, bobcat out there yet. So, well, all, As you know, all of those things frequent my backyard, with the exception of porcupines and bobcats. Um, Dan, thank you for the call. I appreciate hearing from you. And, uh, by the way, yeah. wild morning glory. If you can come up, oh, with, a come way to er- if you can come no up with a way to eradicate wild morning glory, I think you should win the Nobel Prize. <laughs> hey, one thing on the uh, dispatching gear uh, with uh, – you know, that you've hit or something like that? Absolutely not. Um, I don't even think a dispatcher get, could give you permission to uh, discharge a firearm on the side of a road. I don't think that's permissible. I would strongly advise no one to do that. Well, that's um, that's the only circumstance I can think of where it might be defensible. But, again, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not giving legal advice. I'm just saying, I mean, nobody wants to see an animal suffer, but I also know the way this state is with uh, firearms, and if they can find a way to get yours, they will happily take yours. Um, well, so sure. the only thing the only thing I could think of is uh, receiving authorization, if not from the dispatcher, somebody up in the chain of command who is in a position, and it would be a recorded call. So if you could produce a recording in court with a lieutenant, or the uh, shift captain saying, I authorize you to kill the deer, that would be probably a good defense. But Well, know. probably. I would just I, I just don't think they would volunteer that. I, I just don't see that happen. I'll tell you a quick story, though. I was, I was driving out in Allegheny County, and I came upon a, uh, you know, a, a deer that was on the side of the road, and there were two uh, coyotes uh, working on it. This thing was still alive. Oh. I pulled over, chased the dogs away saw the condition of the deer there was no salvaging it you know the uh the front legs were broke so it was it was done and these dogs were eating it from the you know from the back end up uh and you know what could i do and and, you know i had my pistol with me but you know i was outside of a house you can't you know and so first thing i did i went and i got uh, my uh, water bottle and actually gave the deer some water it was very grateful i was drinking the water right i drank the whole bottle of water okay and then while I was doing that, I took my belt off and a tire iron, leaned on its chest, and I and I basically suffocated it to put it out of its misery. 
mm. which was, I mean, it, that, it's not easy. I'm not proud of it, but I'm just saying that, you know, in, in my defense, it, it was all I could do. Um, well, you could have used you could have used the, the you could have used the crowbar or a baseball bat to bash its head in. I mean, oh, dude, it doesn't work that way. No, no, <laughs> no. You'd be banging away for a while. The thing would flail and everything oh, else. No, I, I think I did what I could do. You know, I just oh, got the Dan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I know you love wildlife, but I mean, you did you did the right thing. It was kind of like uh, Band of Brothers, where the guy supposedly gave cigarettes to the German POWs and then executed them. You gave the deer a drink of water and then murdered it um, yeah, for cash yeah. for cash prizes. Um, Dan, thank you, thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't. I mean, again, as tempting as it might be to put a deer out of its misery with a firearm, you can't do it in New York State. Um, you just, you can't do it. I'm not even sure if you can do it anywhere else. And, you know, you common sense, I just, do you really want to lose your guns over a deer? Um, you, you can't do it. And the only out I could think of is the one I mentioned earlier. But again, I'm not saying that's foolproof. I'm not saying it's legal. I'm just saying that's the only thing I can think of that might be, might make it justifiable. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but, um, you just want to make sure you're on a recorded line, but even then, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. I mean, humanity says, well, you should be able to put it out of its misery, but it's only a matter of time before somebody puts it out of its misery and it ricochets off the ground, goes through somebody's picture window, and kills a three-year-old. Uh, here is um, vivid picture there. Uh, Rod in Elma. Uh, Rod, you're on WBN. Where did you hit your deer, or have you seen some unusual wildlife in western New York? Um, actually, I, I'm like you, Tom. I've come very close hitting a deer um, a lot of times. But actually, there was four deer hit and died on my property in Elma. Oh. Um, one actually was hit um, um, running Jameson Road. Um, okay. It's right by the 400, so there's a lot of traffic. Yep. And they, they do come across the street there. They actually come in from the back, but they cross the street there. One actually was hit by a van and then ended up on the other side of the road. And then a little oh. car hit it the second time, tore up his, you know, bottom of his car. Um, I had one um, got hit in the rear end, ended up on the driveway, thought it was dead. It was, you know, early in the morning. You could see where it was going across my yard and it plopped down and there was a blood spot, like three or four spots. I thought it was dead. I came up to it and it poked its head up and, you know, looked right at you, and it's like, oh, jeez, now I gotta find somebody to take this thing down. So, and um, actually, um, it took some DA or uh, uh, DEC guy from yeah from um, uh, Eden because oh. the sheriff and the trooper wouldn't come out, and um, he came out. He's probably about twenty five minutes later, but I also had another one. Uh, it was a fawn. He didn't eating my apples because they love apples yep. and um it ended up i actually heard it didn't know i was on the tractor i heard this kind of smack sound with the tractor going later on that night i found it the mom was over the top of it and i find that time i got a sheriff to come out but it's yeah the deer are just it's 
it's unbelievable how many deer are out there. So, uh, it, it, you know what? I mean, we used to think of deer as being an Elma, East Aurora, Wales, Holland kind of thing. But I assure you, uh, I mean, they're even in the city of Buffalo. Go to Forest Lawn yeah. sometime. There's tons of deer in Forest Lawn. You never used to see deer in Forest Lawn. Uh, but it's a great place to live. You've got a fenced-in yard. You've got fresh running water and plenty of stuff that deer like to eat. Um, so yeah, my mom lives by the airport. Um, she actually has a neighbor that feeds the deer. There's an there's an empty lot. Um, can't do it. Can't a, do it. He's can't been feeding the them for years and years, and I'm sure can't. there's a lot of dead deer because of him because he feeds the deer, and that 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 whole area is probably overpopulated because he feeds them. Understood. And I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there a couple got into the uh, airport. I'm sure. Well, so. apparently, if they did, they don't last very long. Kind of a public service show, and hopefully, it's of general interest. Where did you hit your deer? And they are everywhere in Western New York, especially Amherst, Williamsville. Um, and when I first moved into where I live now, um, one night I was opening the side door and I heard these hooves. And I thought somebody had rented a carriage. And then I look out, and there's, like, all these deer just brazenly walking up the street like they owned it. And my car actually got scratched by a deer antler. I, I saw it on the security footage later, and I, I had to laugh. Of everything that could happen to my car, of, of anything that would happen in my life, I'm the one who gets his car antlered by a deer. True story. Um, let's go back to uh, Rod and Elma, who's had some very unpleasant experiences with uh, not hitting deer, but uh, basically having to deal with the consequences of uh, injured deer on his property okay i i you know i i just wanted to say too I, I i'm glad that you're in such a good mood with all the issues you had health-wise and maybe you do have a deer guardian angel so at least you're you know not hitting a deer because you've been going through so much no dude um, dude I, I i'm as strong as an ox i really am it's just, well, you I, must it's just... Be. you're going through all that stuff um because i'm your uh, age and i'm i'm fairly healthy but I, I hear about heart attacks all the time you never yeah. know and so yeah you're, you're dealing with it really good you got a great great spirit and um it, well, it, it gives me a little uh you know gives me a little uh joy that at least you know you can deal with this stuff and i'm, I'm I imagine it's it's therapeutic to be on the radio too so um, you, you know what? Uh, to be honest with you, the heart attack, I think, did leave me with some post-traumatic stress issues, um, to be brutally honest with you. I don't think you can Which come that common, close to right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you can't come that close to death and not have some residual effects oh, from I, it. Um, yeah, the other stuff, I, I kind of laugh. I, the other stuff, I kind of laugh off. I mean, the detached retina, I mean, I had to make light of that. And and the next procedure I got coming in, where they literally have to go into me and pull out a kidney stone. And yeah, all I, can I, say, I know two guys that had detached retinas and had kidney stones, so, uh, and they're my probably. age, too. So, well, I got, I've got some good news, all though. That. I've got some good news about that, though. This procedure, um, it's not going to cost me that much because they only charge by the inch. I thank you very thing, much. Yeah, yeah, so go ahead. Go thing, ahead. I'm sorry. Um, you know, with these uh, music, you, you want bump music, right? You're looking for uh, new bump music? Not really, no. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've got like a wealth of songs in my head, but what would you like to hear? Um, Sausalito Nights, Diesel. Um, we'll I'll, consider I'll, that. I'll, I'll let Tanner. I'll let Tanner give it a listen. It's, uh, it's a great riff. They got a great okay. riff on it. I, I'm not okay, familiar it's with kind it. Of like a one-hit wonder kind of thing, you know. 
Um, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll let Tanner make the final decision. So if you don't hear it today, it's blame it on Tanner Saunders, okay? No, I'll call back when you have the other show. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right. Uh, yeah, the one-hit wonder show we did yesterday was amazing, and I want to bring that topic back next week for a longer period of time. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, as far as, like, the health stuff, um, basically with me it's like water off a duck's back. Um, it uh, You know, it just stuff happens. And, uh, you know, like I always say, I got – in my whole family, I got the worst set of genes going. But you have a choice. You can either be completely devastated by it or you can just move on and, 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 and push forward with it. And all I think of is surgery. Wait, that means morphine and dilaudid. Count me in. Um, anyway, sorry, drug issue? No. Uh, we have more calls coming in. If you're on hold, please stay there. Uh, if you're not, I totally understand. I hate keeping you guys on hold longer than I have to. I will never do it longer than I have to, but I have to take a break now and get ready for the news at 5 on News Radio 930 WBEN. Um, we'll see if I can't uh, play something that Miss Carrie will enjoy later on. I wonder if she's a fan of that song the dude mentioned on WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 